Today is Monday, March 12th, 2012. This is episode 217. Welcome to Catalyst Screaming Argonauts. I'm T-Fab P, the Fabulous Penguin. And I'm Max. Max, what's on your mind tonight? You remember some scientists found a particle that went faster than the speed of light? I do remember that. Well, it's not they, true. It's not true. Damn it. <laughs> you hadn't heard this? No, Albert Einstein has stopped rolling in his grave, right, because of that? <laughs> uh, one of Manhattan Man's daughters posted a thing on Facebook talking about the amount of light you could generate if you had a, uh, an electric motor from Dr. Seuss spinning in his grave over the movie The Lorax. Yes, I saw that. And Albert Einstein would would be spinning in his grave, generating another fountain of electricity. For the last six months. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we could have lit most of Toledo. Probably. Um, so it's not true. It doesn't travel faster than the speed of light. No, and you want to make a guess how they figured out or why it wasn't true? Um, because there was a glitch in the test or somebody lied? Uh, was neither of those. Okay. Well, yeah, there was a glitch in the test. Somebody left the cable loose. They went back and were retesting their experiment, and they found a cable that leads to a computer card that leads to a receiver from a satellite. Right. And the guy ran a test in this cable, and it came out 60 nanoseconds faster than it was supposed to. And right. He tightened the cable, and they re-ran the test, and they said, oh, guess what? Einstein's still right. <laughs> I just wanted to touch on briefly the myth of liberal Hollywood. You know, people say things on TV, and they take it as fact, and nobody ever challenges it. Without further ado, right-wing Republican conservative, Charlton Heston, John Voigt, Kelsey Grammer, Tom Cruise, Tom Arnold, Mel Gibson, Janine Turner, Tom Selleck, Fred Thompson, Bill Engvall, Cheryl Ladd, James Woods, James Kahn, Adam Baldwin, Chuck Norris, Dennis Miller, jeez, God, Dennis Miller, Craig T. Nelson, Kurt Russell, Clint Eastwood, Jeff Foxworthy, and Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> In fact, Jeff Foxworthy just made a, a commercial for somebody, right? Was it for yeah. uh, Santorum? No, it was for Romney. Oh, okay, right. That's right. Yep. But I'm not done. <laughs> Kirk, Cameron, Kirk Cameron, Ron Silver, Adam Sandler, Angie Harmon, Cheryl Ladd, Dick Clark, Kevin oh, Poor Sorbonne. Dick Clark. I mean, he doesn't remember anything, does he? <laughs> Come on. <All> right. <laughs> Let's take him off the list. <laughs> All right. Kevin Sorbo, Joe Pesci, Gary Sinise, Yafet Kodo, Jim Belushi, and Yakov Smirnoff, just to name a few. Are all registered Republican and Republican, registered Republicans. Republican yeah. conservatives. Right. Now, among that list, I left off the historical personages. At least I think most of those people are alive. But if you look at Ronald Reagan, obviously an actor and a Republican. But my question to you is, where would Ronald Reagan fit? On the, on the scale of conservative to liberal, considering he raised taxes 11 times. I, think, I, would think he'd be the, I think he'd be to the left of center right now. 
I, I honestly think so, too. I mean, I, you know, there's no – and the worst part about that for the GOP is that they keep holding him up as some sort of demigod, some, right. you know, and, 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 and that allows the Democrats to say, yeah, but he raised taxes 11 times and he did this and he did that. And, and you know, it kind of right. – I just think that, that it's, you know, that it's crazy that the GOP has gone as ultra-conservative as it has. Yeah, it's not even like Barry Goldwater would recognize him. They're just, they're just weird now. And I think a lot of that has to do with the ultra right, ultra conservative religious front. Well, yeah, I mean, here we have Rick Santorum, mm-hmm. a Catholic, mm-hmm. saying that that John Kennedy's speech about separation of church and state made him want to throw up. Well, that's that's what happens when you get Santorum on you. <laughs> but seriously, um, two Catholics and a Mormon. I I think that's driving them crazy. You know, I agree. I agree with you, Max. I absolutely agree with you. And and it and it serves them right because this is what happens when you cater to a very very small select group thinking that you're catering to a much larger group. You know, I think that they looked at the conservative, religious conservative, and they said, well, if we, you know, if we come out against abortion and we come out against birth control and we come out against this and that and this and that, then we'll have this whole huge thing. And what happened was they came out against those things, and most people said, no, you guys are crazy. That's what does them in. The only ones who agree with them are those at the extreme right, extreme Right, and they're going to well, get anybody elected. But except, I saw a poll just yesterday, I think it was, that showed versus Obama, Romney is up four points, and Santorum is up four points. Mm-hmm. I just think that that's the um, that's the Newt Gingrich and the Ron Paul people starting to move toward <laughs> Santorum. Well, well, they got to move towards one or the other, right? You were a Ron Paul Republican or you were a Newt Gingrich Republican, and you now know that neither one of those guys is going to represent the party in the presidential election, you're not going to vote for Obama. You're going to vote for right. you're going to vote for Santorum or Romney. So that's migrated in that way. Yeah, but that doesn't move them. I don't know. Maybe it does. Have you heard about the uh, the Doonesbury strip next week? No. Okay. So Trudeau's Junesbury strip next week is um, entitled the Texas. What are they calling it? The Texas um, ultrasound abortion law. Mm. Uh, and his 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 thing is it sounds like it's half Rick Perry and it's half Newt Gingrich. Uh, mm. And a lot of newspapers, including um, some in Oregon are not going to run it, which I thought was real interesting. Wow. Yep. Now, people had said in the past, mm-hmm. you've got to put him on the editorial page right? because he doesn't belong in the comics because what he's writing is editorial. And I agreed with that. Sure, I can understand that, and I, I don't have a problem with that. But right. the Oregonian, the Dallas Morning News talked about it, but they decided they're not going to, and the Chicago Tribune is going to run it also. They pulled strips back in September. But, I mean, huh. listen to the description of the – I have the description of the pains. 
the, uh, the, uh, right. the day's things. Okay, on Monday, a young woman arrives for her pre-termination sonogram and is told to take a seat in the shaming room. Wow. Where a middle-aged male state legislator will be right with her. Yeah. On Tuesday, he asks her if this is her first visit to the center, and she replies no, that she's been using the contraceptive services for some time. He says, I see. Do your parents know you're a slut? Yeah. <laughs> okay. On Wednesday, a different male reads to her about the transvaginal exam process. On Thursday. I'm shaking my head because I want to let you go, but I, I just I'm shaking my head. I want that noted. Okay. Uh, on Thursday, she's in the stirrups, and she tells the nurse that she doesn't want a transvaginal exam, and the doctor says, sorry, miss, you're in the first trimester. The male Republicans who run Texas require that all abortion seekers be examined with a 10-inch shaming wand. <laughs> on Friday, he explains that the GOP, Texas GOP, requires her to have an intimate encounter with the fetus. He begins to describe it to her, and in the last panel, he says, shall I describe its hopes and dreams? And she says, if he wants to be the next Rick Perry, I've made up my mind. <laughs> and then finally, in the in the Saturday in the Saturday thing, the reception she asks when she can have her abortion. The receptionist says there's a 24 hour waiting period. The Republican Party is hoping that you get caught in the shame spiral and will change your mind. She says a final indignity, and the receptionist says, no, not quite. Here's your bill. Mm. <clears throat> Which I, you know, it's just fabulous. I mean, you know, Gary Cuomo yeah. has been on the cutting edge for a long time. Oh yeah, and he, you know, he hasn't got as much credit recently as he used to, but his stuff is on target. I mean, this is just absolutely wonderful. Well, here's what I've been thinking, and, and they did change the law in uh, Virginia, I yes, believe. They did. Yeah, they got rid but of that. Are they really trying to to do a, yes, they a transvaginal probe requirement? Yes, they are. Well, it's called I mean, HB HB fifteen. It the the thing that I can't shake out of my mind is, uh, and I, I'm I'm struggling for words here because I don't I don't use their words normally. Right. But there is there's a Republican idiom which is too much government. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely, and this is this flies in the face of it. If the if you can write a law that says the government can stick something up your vagina, that's too much government. Right. A lot of the comments are around the fact that if there was a law that came out saying that in order to get Viagra, you had to have a colonoscopy and right. also have a consultation with a counselor about, uh, you know, with uh, uh, sexual disorders, that the Republicans would have a very different approach to this whole thing. Right. Yeah, I've I've heard that a thousand times, and and clearly it's true. You, how can you be for less government and have the government put a probe up your vagina? It's just ridiculous. I mean, the absurdity, hypocrisy is the word. Yeah. Well, well, gee, what have we been saying all along? I mean, we used to do a segment on the show called the Republican Hypocrisy, didn't we? Yeah, you know, all those like all those guys who would say, you know, that it would be anti-gay, and then you find them with a uh, white <laughs> stance in the bathroom? I mean, come on. Yeah. You know? No, it's, <laughs> I hate to sound like a broken record, but it's it's over and over again. Yep. On this point, yay for Trudeau. It certainly is 
legitimate, relevant, topical, political commentary, and shame on any newspaper that doesn't run it. Shame, shame, shame. I also really want to hear Sarah Palin come out and say how Gary Trudeau is being uh, censored. Yeah. You know, every time something, every time some, I mean, she defended Rush Limbaugh under the guise of, you know, free speech, which is asinine. Well, and and that's fine. He has that free speech right. And, and if you remember, I've often talked about uh, being a little forgiving of somebody saying something stupid. Uh, I, I always felt bad for Don Imus. I thought he was trying to be funny, and he went over the line. And there's any number of other cases where people have, have said something stupid and wrong, and, and God knows I, I might do that myself, mm-hmm. without intending to be mean. In the case that we're talking about with, with Rush Limpaugh, <laughs> who is, by way, a, a prostitute and a whore. And an entertainer, not a whatever. Yeah, he can call himself Spanish Fly for all I care. <laughs> You know, he, he is what he is. He, he has the right to say it, and I have the right to not uh, frequent his sponsor. Absolutely, and I, th- you know, I think that's the perfect response. If a sponsor wants to pull out, I mean, he's lost 100. That's a lot. That's a wow. lot of sponsors. Uh, somebody just ticked off a quote for, um, for Friday's show. There were 86 spots on the show. And 77 yeah. were Fox-related, meaning that, you know, watch right. watch Fox News, watch Fox shows, watch us on Fox, that kind of thing. There were only, right. there were only about eight or nine that were actual sponsored uh, commercials. So it's having an effect, obviously. The thing I don't get is, is why this didn't happen a million years ago. He's no different than he's always been. Yeah. You want to know why I think this might not have happened a million years ago? I think what? because of social media. I think that that allows word to get around. Oh, you know around. where this popped up? What? Reddit. I'm sure it did. I, that doesn't surprise so, me at all. Somebody on Reddit posted a list of his sponsors. Mm-hmm. But I know, they, that, I know that I know that that guy Bob Seska that I follow, he was – you know, I mean, he had a lot to do. I told you that, that he had a lot to do with um, getting Glenn Beck off the uh, off the TV because yeah. he hounded his sponsors, you know, and he right. was tweeting to them all the time, regularly. And and uh, apparently there was a, a movement who felt like, you know, they wanted to, to make a statement, be active, hack the websites. Right. Yeah. I mean, do, do you worry that this could go too far and we could get a plebiscite? And that that only anonymous will get what they want. No, but I remember about oh probably eight or ten months ago, I said to you that I thought that this might be the next way that people protest. And yeah. I, I think that you kind of scoffed at it at that point. I, I think that you said something along the lines you didn't think that they had the power or the ability. And I think it's coming. Uh-huh. I, I think it's coming to prove that it is. Speaking of anonymous. Mm-hmm. FBI arrests alleged members of hacker group Anonymous? Yeah, they have. Well, I think somebody tattled on them. I heard that a former member, and I saw his picture and I saw his name, and I I can't remember what it was, but he came out and and tattled on a whole bunch of them, so they expected a bunch of arrests. Fourteen people arrested, including two from Southern California. Mm -hmm. Maybe the first members of Anonymous 
will be arrested. And, and you know, members is a an interesting term because it's it's really a loose affiliation. Oh, very very loose. Yeah, I mean, most of them operate on their own anyway. Right. So yeah, but, uh, doesn't surprise me. Sixteen arrested. The next the next post says sixteen. Um. So, you know, uh, maybe. Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, how many people are there? Uh, did you did you hear the the NPR thing on Anonymous? And no, I did they, not. They went to that hacking convention last year, mm-hmm. and they spoke with one woman in particular who who said she belonged to the group, and uh, she said it's really on a case by case basis. They get together ad hoc, and the people put up places to attack, basically. Right. And then they kind of vote on them and go off on their way to to do whatever to they're going to do. Deploy their botnets is is a lot of what it does. Mm-hmm. But you know you get to feel powerful and I don't know I just I have a problem with anonymous generally I guess I just just a gut feeling uh, even though I tend to agree with the causes they tend to agree with. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I'm a little that's what they used to say about Henry David Thoreau. Well, what's that? <laughs> go ahead. Well, I mean, when he um, when he refused to pay his taxes in the town because he didn't believe in the um, in what they were using them for, he was called all kinds of names, and they basically shunned him in the town. They wouldn't let him in. He had to live outside the town, overlooking it. And that, he, wrote yeah. that, he wrote that famous story about watching the town burn down because you know I've never read any Thoreau. Really? Wow, you should. Civil disobedience. Yeah, right. Civil disobedience. It's what it's what. Um, well, it's the basis for a lot of things. I mean, you know, it's the basis for a lot of what. God oh yeah, did, yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, no, I I, I remain ignorant and uneducated. <laughs> well, that's okay, Max. But did you know that forty-five percent of the males in Alabama? I think it's males. It could be people in general. Republicans. <laughs> uh, believe that Obama is a Muslim. Does that surprise you? I mean, really? You, does that surprise you? Yeah, it does. Forty-five percent, fifty-two percent in Mississippi. Max, I drove through Alabama, Mississippi, and and you wrote Georgia. a really charming story about how nice they were. They are nice. I didn't say they weren't stupid. I just said they were nice. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, I got another one for you. All right. I think you might enjoy this one. Okay. All right. We got some time left. Down in this in the South Pacific, there's a little island. It's called. Kiribati. 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 What a a great name. Isn't that a great name? And they have about 113,000 citizens. Uh Uh-huh. And right now, it's it's close to Australia. Okay. And right now, they are negotiating with the island of Fiji for a chunk of land so that they can relocate because global warming is raising the level of the ocean and the island is only only at its peak, only two feet above sea level. Yeah. And it's so it's well, it's not really sinking; it's being overtaken by water. Right. So they're abandoning, or they've abandoned all the towns on the edge of the uh, on, on the edge of the island. All of their right. fresh water supplies are gone. All of their crops have been ruined because of the salt water. And, so, and the storms are causing shoreline erosion, so they are basically planning to relocate to Fiji. Excuse me, neighbor, could you sell me a country? Right, basically, they're going to buy 2,000 hectares of land. 
Well, that's enough to raise a family. Uh, well, yeah. I don't know exactly how much a hectare is, but I hope it's enough for 113,000 people. Wow. It doesn't sound like – you know, I, I used to know what a hectare is. It's, it's, it's like uh, 100 acres. So 2,100 acres? It's 10,000 – oh, what is that? It's a metric unit. It's 10,000 square meters, one hectare. And they're buying 2,000? They're buying 2,000. So that's nothing. Well, 2,000 would be – one hectare is 10,000 square miles, square meters. Right. So 2,000 would be 2 million square meters. Right. would be 100,000 by 100,000. That's not too bad. Square meters. Meters. Square meters. Right. right. Which makes it – you know. Hey, you know what they say? They say that if you took the entire population of the world and put them in the United States, they could all live in Texas at the current, uh, uh, like, New York City average for people per square mile. For population density. Yep. Yeah, you know, I've often felt that, that the, the stories about overpopulation, and I do think we're probably overpopulating in the sense of we're overconsuming, mm-hmm. but in the sense of... People versus space. Right. You know, you look at the plains of the Serengeti. You look at the the deserts in. Hey, any I, place. I I spent six months driving through Texas. <laughs> and I believe <laughs> one week. Yeah, believe me, there is lots. Wide open space. There's lots of nothing. Yeah. Yeah. We have we have room for the people. I don't know if we have room for the amount of shit they would consume and produce. Well, yeah, that's always a uh, that's always a question. What else you got? Well, I got one other thing that I was shocked to hear, and I'm yeah. gonna. I, this is not. We don't have to discuss this, but just and let me know if a if you had ever heard of this, or b right. if you're shocked by it. Okay. okay. In um, 1919, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, who was then the Assistant Secretary of the Navy, signed off on an undercover Navy unit. That was to investigate homosexuality within the military. <laughs> I was going to say, it was made up entirely of gays. Right. It, well, well b- believe me, it was called, it's later known as the Newport Scandal, based on Newport, Rhode Island's naval base. And basically right. what FDR's unit did was it sought to entrap homosexuals so they could be taken out of the Navy. Basically, they went around offering to perform oral sex on suspected homosexuals in the Navy at the air, at the naval base. Wow. Okay. Once the story broke, FDR claimed a memory lapse and never admitted to signing off on the operation, and he was concerned that it was going to um, affect, his political affect his political career. But does that surprise you? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Um I somehow imagined him being more progressive. <laughs> oh, geez, that, the unit was ordered to perform oral sex on suspected homosexuals on the base, including clergymen. Uh, perform it or, or offered, ask them if offered they to perform it, right. Right. And if they uh, did, then they were branded a homosexual and they were kicked out. Craziness. I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 I don't know what to say about a story like that. Well, I, you know, I, I brought it up not because I wanted to get into a discussion of homosexuality or the Navy or FDR, as a matter of fact. I was just wondering if you were – I was shocked 
And I was yeah. just wondering if you were – well, you're a historian, so you know, I, I wondered if you had heard about it, number one, the Newport scandal or anything about it. Now, I never had. No, I haven't and hadn't. And uh, my first thought was, you know, FDR was a little uh, fancy with his cigarette hole. <laughs> well, maybe. And a lot of people – a lot of people feel that his wife was homosexual. Uh-huh. Well, maybe that's uh... – But uh, they also feel like he was – FDR was fooling around mm-hmm. with uh, his nurse. So, you know, probably he wasn't. But, uh, yeah, you just – you have such a hard time. Mm-hmm. I have a hard time thinking of him as, as skulking around, you know, digging out gays. That's that's yeah, sad. Well, it is. So anyway, enough of the maudlin and uh, and that kind of stuff. You said you had a couple of uh, dumb not so dumbs. Right. Um, last year in a Cape Town, South Africa men's club, they came up with defensive disguised uh, disguising perfumes. Okay. You could splash on. I was working late. <laughs> which is the smell of coffee and cigarettes. Right, right, right. Or dab a little, my car broke down, mm-hmm. which smell of fuel and oil, right? Rubber. Yeah, sure. You know, to uh, to kind of make an excuse to your wife for why you uh, didn't, didn't right. get home on time. Now, if you were, if you were, had a wide stance in the toilet, what do you think it would smell like? Uh, that that <laughs> perfume. <laughs> you know the answer. <laughs> no. Sandworm, oh. of course. Oh, 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 oh geez. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was going somewhere else, but it... I wasn't. Uh, fair... I went for the low blow, of course. <laughs> <laughs> he said with tongue firmly. <laughs> right. I didn't even think of that one. Go ahead. Houston <laughs> uh, Funding Debt Company. Fired a woman because she wanted to pump breast milk after she had a baby. The U.S. Equal Employment Opportunity Commission sued on her behalf. In February, federal judge Lynn Hughes, that's a man, Mr. Lynn Hughes, rejected the EEOC's reasoning. The law does not, he wrote, cover lactation discrimination. Huh. And she was let go. Interesting. Maybe it's just Texas. Maybe it is. But, uh, would that surprise you? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? If anybody thought that being governor of Texas was legitimate rationale for voting for George Bush for president, what does uh, – what's his name do to that theory? Rick Perry. Oh, well, you know, he's just he's just George Bush incarnate, I think. Who's smarter, Rick Perry or George Bush? Uh, that's chicken and egg, isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> and, and, no, anyway, not, not, shouldn't, it be, shouldn't, it be no, phrased, shouldn't it be phrased who's dumber? No, no, no. I don't want to be pejorative. Okay. I want to know which man has an, a higher IQ, Rick Perry or George W. Yeah, when you get down that low, I don't think you really have to worry about <laughs> percentage points. Well, I think anybody who, who has an opinion should send it to CSA podcast because we we would like to we hear would like from to you. know we would like Who's to know. <laughs> uh, 
In February, a jury in Thousand Oaks, California, acquitted Charles Horschel, 41, of molesting children. This is just, well, I'll let you decide what you think of this. Herschel admitted through his lawyer that he paid high school students to spit in his face, yell profanities at him, and had offered to pay money to have them urinate and defecate on him. Hmm. Jurors found that he must have done those things for reasons other than sexual gratification and therefore technically did not violate the statute under which he was charged, which was molesting children. Which state was this in? Uh, California. Oh, they're wrong. <laughs> they were wrong. Right? Yeah. I, you know, do you, do you disagree? No, I don't. I don't. Well, first of all, you see their penis if they're urinating on you. Do you know? Right, right. That's where I was going. Yeah. So that's that. Unlike the girls, but either way. Then you see a vagina. Right. So that's it. As far as I'm concerned, that's the. Uh, yeah. That's the. Yeah. You can't live in my neighborhood. Yeah, so they really. That was just wrongly yeah, decided. That was wrong. But, you know, how many Republicans are going to get to see vagina if they pass that law in Texas? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, you know. See how I brought that around? Yeah, very, very good. Very good. For the end of the show? Absolutely. That was, that was, that was good, Max. That was a real good one. <laughs> um, there's only one thing left to say. Goodbye. Well, <laughs> I was hoping for Mitt Romney as a Mormon. Oh, you know, I didn't say that today. And you, and didn't. you brought up, you gave me an opportunity. I, I, you know, I was trying. I, I was, know, I was, and I started to, and then we got off on something else, and I didn't. So I'll, I'll say it. I'll say it. It's because Romney is a is a Mormon. <laughs> right. Oh, you know what it was? It was when you were bringing up that list of names of all the conservative Republicans yeah. in uh, in Hollywood, and you said Tom Cruise. And I was going to say right then and there, that automatically disqualifies the list from my perspective <laughs> because of his but beliefs. He's not a Mormon. No, he's not a Mormon. And then I was going to say, you know, and I wouldn't put Romney on that list either because he's a Mormon. <laughs> That's where I was going. You know, I'm, I'm thinking – I really want to know, and I'm 100% serious about this, if they think that Jesus was an alien. (laughs) I really want to know that because that's that's what I've heard. Yeah. And and I haven't heard anybody say, no, 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 it's not that. You know, they they said it on South Park, and they said this is what Mormons really believe. But South Park is South Park, and they've been known to, you know, maybe not be the best political source. Yeah, well – but sometimes I think of of Tom Cruise and Mitt Romney in the same breath, like you're saying. Right. Because they're wackos? <laughs> Maybe a little bit. You know? You know? I mean, Tom Cruise is kind of a bishop in the the, the whatever the hell cult he belongs to. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Can I say that? Can I? Am, am I going to get sued? We're going to lose our sponsors if I say Tom Cruise belongs to a cult? Mm, you know, I, I don't know. I, I think you can say it. I think you can. All right. I hope so. Okay. Because <laughs> I just said Okay. All right. Listen, Max, as always. It sure was. There's a picture opposite me of my primitive ancestry, which stood on rocky shores and kept the beaches shipwreck free. Though I respect that a lot, I'd be fired if that were my job. After killing James.